This is On Point with Steve Leonard in three, two. Hi, and welcome to this special COVID-19 edition of On Point. I'm Roger Fallabout, Director of Strategic Communications at Peninsula Regional Medical Center and the Peninsula Regional Health System. On the program with us today is the CEO of the Peninsula Regional Health System, Dr. Steve Leonard. Steve, good to have you here. Hey, Roger. Thanks for being here. Thank you for being here. First question I ask everyone is we're still working our way through COVID. How are you doing? <laughs> Appreciate you asking. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm glad to be uh, supporting the effort and uh, glad to be supporting the team. What's your general take on how the staff is doing? I think they're doing. Um, I think they're doing well. Obviously, it's it's new. It's different. But in the same ways, I think healthcare for many years has been preparing for these types of events, and uh, our goal has been to keep them um, safe. That's our number one priority, and I think uh, uh, the staff appreciate that. I think they are um, proud to be able to help the uh, community in this time of need. From not only the CEO's perspective, but a member of the community, a consumer of healthcare, which we all are, you have got to be extremely proud of this team. I am. I am. I actually get contacted on a, a, a regular basis with uh, commentary from the community uh, about how proud they are. And from a leadership perspective, I couldn't be more proud of the nurses and doctors and all the people supporting them for really putting themselves out front, uh, taking care of folks during this. So, um, yeah, I couldn't be more proud. It's May 19 as we tape this, and a term that we're hearing now a lot is recovering the health system. For us, what does that mean? Well, we're not unlike other hospitals, and I think this is true for any hospital across the country. Um, while they have, while we have and all hospitals have done a, a remarkable job clinically taking care of patients, this has been significant change from an operational and financial perspective. So when we come to, when it comes to how hospitals survive, in many ways, our world was turned upside down just like everyone else uh, back in March. So um, uh, it's important that we uh, start transitioning back to normal operations. We stop things like elective surgeries. It's my least favorite term out there. No one chooses to have surgery. They might choose the date and time, but no one really wants to have surgery. <laughs> so we have to transition to get back in that mode of business. Um, and it's important, uh, especially, uh, you know, from a patient care perspective, but as well from a financial perspective. And as we begin to restart those services that you mentioned, it is imperative that we remind the public that it's safe. At Peninsula Regional, it's safe at Natticoke, safe at the McCready Health Pavilion. Come back for care. Don't put off those essential things that need to be taken care of. Absolutely. We've spent tremendous uh, time in really figuring out how to best take care of COVID patients um, and keeping our staff safe. And um, like other systems out there, what we've also spent time recently doing is figuring out there really is no after COVID, unfortunately. We're going to be taking care of COVID patients for the foreseeable future. So really, how do we manage patient flow? How do we keep the consumer? How do we keep our staff safe uh, while managing both COVID patients to some degree, although a lot less than our high point, uh, while also providing a safe environment for people coming for procedures or the emergency department? At Peninsula, we're fortunate uh, as well up at Nanticoke to have space. So we can keep people completely separated from, um, from patients who might have COVID versus some of the other more predictable um, paths that people take, such as surgeries or things along those lines. So that's really been the focus over the last few weeks. And we started last week um, resuming those elective procedures, and we put processes in place to make sure that folks are kept safe. What's your take on where we are? You mentioned we're back to elective surgeries. The portable hospital, the inflatable hospital that was outside the emergency department, it's down. It is. So we it appears we're making good progress in the right direction. Yeah, I think the, the initial focus was to increase capacity. As, as we say, um, prepare for the worst, hope for the best. 
And uh, we did put some structures in place. Um, ultimately, that we, we actually didn't use as nearly as much as we thought, which is great, like the portable hospital on the side of the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, so that has been taken down. We're going to keep some of the things in place. Um, I think there's um, discussion out there about what might happen in the future. We should be prepared should there be a resurgence. You know, we're keeping our fingers crossed, obviously, but uh, we'll probably keep that tent in the front of the ER where you check in uh, up for a while, as well as that other smaller tent, which we actually use for testing. Uh, The Hollowell Conference Center will stay uh, ready for use um, should we need it, um, at least uh, for the next several months until we see where this goes. One thing that's also not changing is visitation. No visitors for the immediate future. That is part of that is part of the process to keep people safe. Um, you know, we we do screenings of our employees, and that will continue each and every day. And uh, as a part of that, we take temperatures, we ask about signs and symptoms. Um, so we do want to also make sure we're minimizing potential exposure, not just for um, um, other patients, but our employees. So we are continuing to limit visitation to one support person especially for things like labor and delivery um, and or surgery. But um, uh, for the foreseeable future, we will, we will limit visitation. One of the things I've heard you say a lot lately is a term rediscovering healthcare, which I think is perfect because where we were three months ago and where the healthcare consumer was three months ago, probably will never be back to that point again, I'm sure. Yeah, it's, it's a great, it's a great topic. You know, I think, you know, what we've learned out of, uh, out of COVID is that there's lots of ways to engage uh, people when it comes to healthcare. I don't see us um, not offering telehealth in the future. It's amazing how um, that has uh, been uh, taken hold of by the consumer and we're using it much more. So we want to, we do want to figure out what are all the different ways we can re-engage in healthcare because it's going to have to look a little bit different. It does not still um, uh, take away the need to see your primary care doctor, especially on some regular basis. There's nothing like laying hands on a patient. Um, there's only so much you can do on telehealth, but we are now going to be getting communication out there um, through some different um, partnerships with the health departments and Atlantic General about really the importance of re-engaging uh, healthcare and really working with your healthcare provider really on that health and wellness journey. You had your annual physical this past week. I know, HIPAA. We're HIPAA governors. <laughs> <laughs> so what was it like being back in a physician's office again after a couple of months of, of, of really not being there? Yeah, it was, it was, I was actually a few days early compared to, um, I see Dr. Vel Nades a great provider. And, um, so, um, it was, it was good though. And that was an annual physical. And I think that is a good example of, you do want to see your provider on some regular basis to have your eyes dotted, T's crossed and so forth. So, um, um, it actually felt good to get back into something that seemed normal. And that's what we're really encouraging people to do because over the last several months, people have been avoiding things, which that has not been good. And like us, physician practices are also taking some precautions to make sure that everyone is safe. Definitely. Definitely. I think you're going to see for the foreseeable future, you know, we're going to be screening employees. You're going to see people wearing masks, which is what we encourage to do, you know, especially if you can't socially distance like we are right now. Mm -hmm. Um, So those are precautions that we'll be taking. We will be asking people about signs and symptoms and taking temperatures uh, because that is going to be part of our norm for a while. You mentioned we probably will never have a point post COVID. So how do we deal with the where we are right now with COVID environment that we're going to be living in for the foreseeable future. Well, I think, I think we make the best of it. It's like any other, uh, like any other change. I think there's probably things we wish we could be doing differently right now, but um, uh, I think we make the best of it. It is nice to see certain things opening back up and, you know, one step towards normalcy whenever that might come. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think uh, it's going to be important to engage healthcare as a part of that. Get you out of here on this, Steve. What's the best advice you can offer to the community that, understandably, is still concerned about what's going on out there. Yeah, um, I think I think 
the best advice I can is to uh, offer is to really understand this, perhaps uh, take some time to understand the, the data around it. I think when um, it is concerning, don't get me wrong, COVID-19 is a highly contagious um, disease, okay? But at the same time, the vast majority of folks who ultimately uh, get this will do, will do well. And um, I think often you hear about kind of the horror stories out there, but um, I think we've taken care of um, over 230 COVID patients at Peninsula, and the vast majority of those folks who, um, are doing well. And um, um, so I think that's something to keep in mind. Um, the other thing I'd, I'd tell people to keep in mind is that please don't put off stuff that is necessary because of a fear of COVID. Um, we've seen a drop in emergency department visits. That might not be a bad thing in and of itself because some of those emergency department visits probably could have went to urgent care or even better yet, a primary care provider. Yet at the same time, we have seen people with real emergencies not come to the emergency department. Things that as a society, we've worked for 20 or 30 years to get an understanding. If you have chest pain, where should you go? The emergency department. And what's happening is some people aren't doing that. And that is much worse than any potential, very small potential of being exposed to COVID. And um, it's having life and death impacts. So what, we're, what we need to do is remind people, if you have emergencies, when in doubt, you should be going to the emergency department. Uh, people are calling 911 later than they normally would because of this, this fear. Um, and that's not good. And um, those outcomes actually are worse than um, any small, very small chance of being exposed to COVID. Yeah, absolutely. Steve, thanks for being on the program today. Yeah, no, thanks for having us and uh, keep up the great work. Always great to have you here. Thank you. And that will do it for this edition of On Point with Dr. Steve Leonard. Remind you that COVID information locally is always available on the Peninsula Regional website at peninsula.org slash COVID. The CDC website has great national information. If you're looking for that, that's cdc.gov. And we are still operating that COVID-19 hotline with the Wicomico County Health Department at 410-912-6889. If you have any questions or concerns about COVID, please give us a call, 410-912-6889. For Dr. Steve Leonard, I'm Roger. That will do it for this edition of On Point, and we'll see you again soon.